I know, I know, I know. For those that are in the line of Mother Nature, she's, once again, I know it's, I think she's with Santa Claus, North Pole, tipping back some hot toddies, and, uh, well, Santa got a little too holly jolly, and this is what happens. 62, 63 degrees for those in Kentucky sharing the temperature uh yeah and what's it do to your property for those and the limelight of mother nature she's having a little fun this year you know she's having a little fun and uh 30 degrees this is 17 degrees 63 degrees 40 degrees of hell f it 10 degrees 7 degrees 40 degrees up to 60 degrees 70 degrees 30 degrees it literally will move your entire foundation. If not a little smidgen, a little inch, a couple inches, you know, and all of a sudden you realize if Biden didn't make inflation like record high, thanks, but no thanks, Biden, what are you going to be paying home improvement stores? I'm starting to see houses. I'm trying to figure out how I want to play the Monopoly game of real estate this year. Um, do I want to sell? Do I want to hold my cards in my hand? And uh, do I want to fold? Do I want to deal? You know? That's what it feels like, doesn't it? You gotta do this before the interest rates continue. Up, 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 up. Gas. What? We all know $4 a gallon is gonna be? I don't know. I just predict it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Some of the prices of stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. Since when? You know, you go to the store and it's like every time you turn around. And you know, because you know, those of you who know, you sit there and you watch it, especially if you have to involve food around your business and you cook like I do and you watch the prices. And then, you know, it's unfortunate because really it's about the quality of food, not the price, you know, and that's what I thrive on. And I'm proud to say releasing new menu by the first of the summer and expanding out, but I'm watching the prices of inflation as well, especially at the grocers, you know, the grocery retailers, you know, in the food industry, and it's quite scary, isn't it? I sit there and I think, you know, what are you going to play, what hand, you know, with real estate? Eric had this brilliant idea, not so brilliant, to try to sell the Indiana property by owner, and I kept telling him, you got to work with a realtor because, you know, you just got to, you know. Um, I'm not well-versed in Indiana. I'm not born and raised in Indiana. Um, this was not the property I wanted. It's the property he wanted. I had picked another property in a different county. And, you know, he said, oh, it's, the house is too big. It'd be too much to keep up with. But, you know, I forgot I'm the one cleaning and doing everything anyway. Everybody, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you're going, yes. I see her in action. Yes. Yes. You're right. You're right. You didn't do much. Mm, yes. But anyway, <laughs> I couldn't. Now that I look at that property, that property is now over $100,000 on the upside of market value, appraisal value. Can you believe that? From five and a half years ago, that's, oh, I try not to look at the property because every time I do, I'm like, I should never listen to him. When has I ever listened to him? Mm, an honest answer to that? You guys want an honest answer? Never. <laughs> I just say $100,000.
So now I'm looking at two properties. I'm thinking I'm not. Indiana property has to, it's got to be sold. It's, it's just got to partay. Um, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm going to speak on my behalf. And a lot of money in the property. And yes, the value has increased dramatically. You're in an area where you've got a lot of, uh, we'll just say casino revenue and things and expansion. And they're building and building and building. I don't want to be in an area where it takes me an hour just to go down the street to grab something. Um, I try to get away from that in Ohio. At Buckeye State, I wanted to go somewhere where, where a small, small town, small community, yada, yada, yada. But the problem is, is you can't stop development. And especially when you're around casinos and you got like casino revenue and that. And they're building and building and building. And it's great because as a homeowner, you see that for that revenue. You're going to see it in the increase, you know, appraisal and market value of your home. But I don't want to live in an area where it's really just so tight knit with so many businesses. And although a lot of people could say different and we can respectfully disagree, agree to disagree as adults. I'm in my fifties. I can agree, respectfully agree to disagree. You know, a lot of people like that. They like having the convenience, but it's like, I do too, but I really want to live. And I want to make sure I'm full time down South with that property and move my fur kids and be a permanent I don't, and the thing is, is when you have fur kids, just like children, you don't want to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's just never going to work. So you try to maintain consistency and just have them at one property and work on, but it's, you know, me and Eric got a lot of things that we have to hammer out. I'm just going to keep it there at a private level, you know, We're trying to work on things, figure it out. But I don't agree with selling by owner because he did that. It's like, just sell it by, did that three times. I literally had people that showed up and literally just waltzing on the property, walked in the backyard, and you can't do that. I mean, in this area, if you're born and raised, you do have somebody else's property. I mean, I feel sorry for you, you know, because people are like martial law sometimes in some areas, and you don't blame them. But they'll step on the property. But when you're in bigger cities than that, that's normal. In Ohio, it's normal. House goes up for sale. Anybody drive by, go by. Now, see, in Indiana, in little small areas, they don't do that stuff. They're not versed in the free-for-all. They don't believe in the free They don't believe in the free-for-all, let me tell you. You know? You're a damn fool if you think you're going to step on somebody's property. Just go waltzing your ass around. You know? Be warned. But they did that. Caught on a security camera. Plus, SH myself. And then I said, that's it. Take the house down. No way, Jose. Then we get locked in contracts. And I'm not blaming the people or anyone that you know was contracted with. It was either A, a contract where they were relocating with their job, which happened to me in Cincinnati. And I can say it now because it doesn't matter, Procter & Gamble. And then things fell through and they took a different relocation offer, which paid them more, which I don't blame them. So your private owner, you're working with a small title company attorney and it's like null and void and just let them go. You know, let's just let it go. And then you have another where it's like they have the loan and all of a sudden get to the end. You know, I'm talking about sometimes this happens and somebody takes a line of credit somewhere and all of a sudden the husband... And you have two people on the loan, and the husband takes this mere loan just thinking it wouldn't bother anything, and then it just throws everything off. And then all of a sudden now you're in a position where, can I have extension, you know, a third extension of the contract? But then you are in a position where you've got to find a home, you know. I was fortunate to find somebody that is unfortunate. It was a unfortunate, really sad situation and have a home that was in their family and her and her husband and in a nice property and a lot of land and to be able to do a different kind of contract with her um, so she could go live with her son 
his wife and their family. So she didn't have to be alone. So I'm fortunate to be in that position. But I told Eric, we've got to sell the Nana property. It's got to be sold. Put a lot, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in the property. More than I would ever like to say. Now, the people who see the property before and after kind of need to figure it out. When the county came around last year on the value of the home, when the taxes come, well, it reflected what was put in it. 10, 12 grand, that's, that was light. That was lightly. Uh, shit, you know? Oh, okay. You know, it is what it is. That happens. But you can't hold on property forever. But Eric's feeling was, is I'm not paying, I'm not going to pay the realtor if I have 7% of commission. And well, you're going to have to. Because if you want it done right, it's done right. I don't have time to desire it. I'm not going to deal with it, you know? Um, it's nice to be able to have a small title company, mom and pop title company attorney to do the paperwork and that, which he had done, respectfully done, you know? And wrote everything up. But you can't... Um, it's hard when you're selling on your own because you're going one-on-one -on -one with one contract. If you work with a realtor with multiple contracts, you're going to have backup offers. I just don't want the dirty, dirty on my hands, you know what I'm saying, and start playing multiple offers. I'm not that kind of person. Um, I'm not saying realtors are all like that, but let's just face it, realtors work on commission, so they're going to get down and dirty, you know? The greatest realtors are the biggest liars. <laughs> Did I just say that? <laughs> Does that make them a narc? The biggest, greatest realtors are the biggest BSers, bullshitters. I'm sorry, S-H-R-T-T-E-R-S-S-S. That's serious. I, I, I don't want that juju. I'd rather have the realtor take that juju and just don't tell me about it. You want backup offers ever? Don't tell me about it. You know, I, I don't want to hear it. Whatever you think's good at this point. Because I just want to move. I want to get the rest of the stuff and I want to move to secondary property. I want to be done. You know, Indiana was a temporary, it's just a temporary to permanent relocate. And when it came to Nevada and everything, and the problem is all these wildfires and the smoke and then having to set up an app on your phone to keep an eye out on smoke. And I'm going to say that property still exists, but had to get down to the point of having other people take care of things. And when you're talking about organizations and sanctuaries and things like that, and you've got to get a lot of people involved, it's a lot of work. I don't want to have to go through selling a property, the property in Indiana, um, and I'm not doing it Eric's way. It's like a bad Frank Sinatra song. It's not going to be... Um, he's not going to be singing my way anymore because his way never works. And uh, did it ever? <sighs> hmm. Honest answer? No. <laughs> never worked. <laughs> no. <laughs> never worked. Just keep it there. Some things are private, you know. But um, that's where I'm at. This is an interesting year. You know? Um, it's time. You're selling. The time's now. Where are we going? I'd say, where, most importantly, where the hell am I going with this podcast? You know? Um, I've realized I'm going through a lot of changes right now. And a lot of quick change. It's like quick change, you know? You got to be able to think for yourself and make important decisions, you know? Um, and that includes your health. And I realized I got the second lease on life. And when you get in your 50s, it's the second half of your life. Um, it should be taken really, really seriously. Like the utmost seriousness. Because it's the truth. But we're in a day and age and, and everything and inflation and COVID didn't help out things and yada, yada, yada. And uh, you got to make big moves, but most importantly, you got to do it for yourself. 
nobody else but for yourself. And um, I was thinking about this and just with businesses and that. And um, I need to get into position this year and it's got to happen. You know, the move's got to happen. But I learned most importantly is I've held back a lot of making critical moves because I was going through so much bullshit with the narcs. I know. I was going to bring the narcs up because they need to be brought up because it's the truth. And being held back once again from sharing my health and what's going on. And I'm just going to say, um, by the blessing of trauma therapists, I'm going to share the whatever the hell I want, when I want, how I want. And narcs, if you don't like it, well, once again, I've got mermaid wrapping paper and I got two fingers and you can take it and you can wrap that and I'll give it to you as a gift and you can take it and shove it. Because what I do is my business. And for any narc, it's not your business. Go find your own business and stick with your business. Keep your dirty little hands out of mine. This is my prognosis. Excuse me. This is my diagnosis that finally got written down in writing. And I used to say sometimes when you have a team of specialists and they're not the same groups, sometimes you get into that ego. I don't take it personally. It's just sometimes, as one specialist said last week, we don't want to step on each other's toes. And some are a little more sensitive when it comes to stepping on toes. We have to be cautious. And some specialists, if you step on their toes, there's going to be a little back mm, on it. And I respect her insight. No comment. But this is what I'm dealing with just a little. And I pulled back from sharing my health because I was literally realizing by trauma therapist, once again, being under the reins of control of brainwashing by the narcs. Sorry, lust. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Don't use my diagnosis as for sympathy. It took me five and a half years to have a true diagnosis. And now I realized looking at my chart, I went from a normal visit to an acute visit because even the people that are specialists, who may have felt their toes got stepped on, even know when to leave the ego at the door and to worry about the patient and not what they think and opinions of other specialists. But for the narcs, I'm sorry. This isn't about you. This is about me. And the rest of my life, well, it's the same. Not you, me.